Hi there, welcome to the Your Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Horvath, and I'm grateful that you are here investing your time to listen today. The purpose each week of this podcast is to serve people like you and like me to know, live, and love the purpose we've all been created for. Each week as you listen, you're going to discover practical, emotional, and at times spiritual tools to help you know, live, and love your purpose. I'll be sharing for my life in an authentic, transparent, and genuine way, as well as bringing on guests and experts who will share their fears, failures, challenges they had to overcome to succeed, to know, live, and love their purpose. I'm glad that you are here today, and I can't wait to hear from you about this episode. You ready? Let's do this. Hey everybody, Brian Horvath here, and so glad to be with you guys today here on this podcast because I'm driving in my car to go hang out with my family at a pumpkin patch in here in Florida. If you're listening to this in Florida, you get it. We are ecstatic about the recent uh, week of weather we've had, and of course, want to hold on to this forever. Um, and uh, so it's October, and driving to the pumpkin patch to meet my parents. And my two kiddos and my wife, who I haven't seen for about three days, been away at my parents' house working and um, looking forward to reuniting with them. It's a surprise to them, and we're all going to get together at this pumpkin patch today. Yay! So, anyways, I'm driving. I've been thinking a lot about limiting beliefs. And today's podcast is called Limiting Beliefs Suck the Life Out of You. Um, yes, they do suck, and they also remove, can remove, have the power to, if we let them, to remove the life from us, joy from life, um, freedom to be who we're meant to be. You know, you may have heard of said, uh, we make a lousy somebody else, and limiting beliefs get us kind of tagging onto or attaching onto the fact that we're supposed to be somebody we're not, or we're not good enough. And they manifest these limited beliefs do in a series of ways. And sometimes the most opportunistic times where just on the other side of these limited beliefs is a great breakthrough, yet we get broken down because limited beliefs put stumbling blocks or, um, you know, roadblocks in front of us. And our kind of our life, our car of life breaks down because uh, of these limiting beliefs. And so what I want to do today is bring it up. We all have them, right? We all have limiting beliefs and they suck the life out of us. So we want to identify or, or submit to the fact that they come into our lives. So we're not going to try to be, um, you know, ignorant to, because ignorance is not bliss, or uh, we're definitely not immune to these limiting beliefs that come in. The, the question is, how do we identify them? How do we not allow them to take root and how do we move through them because quite honestly um, you know we want to overcome the overwhelm that limiting beliefs can bring us in life and there's a lot of noise it's 2020 at the time of this recording and there's a lot of noise there's a lot of strife there's a lot of chaos and the moment we let that creep into our personal lives of course we get sucked into the vortex of negativity or we you know can be deflated and uh, I just want to help you in addition to admitting that I too have limiting beliefs so how do we overcome them um, and I just think about some of the limiting beliefs in my life you know as I was thinking about what this podcast should be about this week so 
some of the limiting beliefs. I remember uh, my basketball coach, you know, riding me for pretty much. I shouldn't have been on the team, but uh, I think in seventh grade, my seventh grade basketball coach, Mr. Ruffing, uh, probably felt bad for me. Um, but I had the heart and enthusiasm to want to play and I want to figure out if that was the sport for me, being five foot short. Actually, it's probably four foot short at that time. And then I remember, I think probably in the same grade, if not one year later or one year prior, uh, trying to play middle school football too. I mean, guys, ladies, folks, the equipment didn't even fit my little body. Uh, and Coach Seth, I uh, remember him, Coach Seth, oh boy, him getting on me about being late for practice. But I think I was late because there wasn't enough tape in the locker room for me to be able to hold my pants up. I mean, here I'm trying to put these huge pads on, these sweaty, stinky, smelly, borrowed pads, right? Because, you know, there's a middle school football and we didn't have uh, the, the, we weren't swimming and, and running the lap of luxury to have these uh, customized pads for each individual person. I'm sure some schools have that today. It's crazy. But anyway. Uh, so we get to the practice field, and I remember this vividly. I'm sitting on the sidelines, or standing on the sidelines, trying to hold my pants up, and saying, Coach Seth, put me in, put me in. I want to play, I want to play. He goes, man, you're going to get run over. And, and and here I am thinking at that time, like, he doesn't believe in me, uh, which was a limiting belief in itself. But ultimately, I think he was trying to protect me from getting crushed. Um, and so anyway, Coach Seth puts me in, uh, and one hand on my hip or on my hip pad trying to pull up my pants and the other hand getting ready to try to tackle somebody and here comes big james pace uh, i think that was his name james pace he had these sports goggles on his mouth guard and all i could see was his face hitting my face and or chest or whatever the case may be and uh, this flurry of me going flying in the air as he runs me over and I think Coach Seth probably got into my into my his face. Said, "What are you doing to this poor boy? You're running him over." But uh, then tell me to get it, get off the field. All is all in all, though, if I allowed a limiting belief to not even let me suit up or pad up or get on that field, I would never even have the chance to see uh, if I could get right over or not. But here's the cool thing: I, I let that limiting. I didn't let that me get run over become a limiting belief to to quit. And I remember getting in a game at the end of the game probably uh, or maybe because everyone else got hurt and I was the only person left on the on the bench but uh, to get out in the game and I actually made a tackle now it wasn't a tackle in the way that you might think it was me really pushing somebody out of bounds but hey nonetheless it stopped progress and, and momentum and uh, let's just say they didn't get the first down we'll just call it that okay um, but so that was kind of like early on in my life thinking about, man, I had a limiting belief that I couldn't play. Now, where was that belief coming from? I'm not quite sure. But I got out there in spite of it. Or no matter what, I got out there. And um, I was very thankful for that. I was very thankful for that. It taught me a lesson. Heck, it, it, it's ministering to people or uh, helping people in this podcast maybe even. Because as adults, we get into thinking, what what is prohibiting us from getting out and taking a step in the direction of our dreams or goals is it not enough pants um, or pants that don't fit us or not enough tape to hold up our pants is it not understanding what you're good at just yet that's holding you back from trying anything what is the limiting belief that you have do you think you're just not good enough well how do we overcome that right how do we overcome uh, the coach Seth not letting us get into the game or where we have to literally run down coach Seth and go put me in coach put me in coach like that song put me in I'm ready to play center field I guess that John Fogarty song or something but I didn't want that to hold me back I wanted to get in there and try and I didn't stick with football guys okay 
Now, I love the game today. I love playing it. I love playing now with my little son. And, of course, I'm not going to tell him that he can't play. I think he's actually pretty awesome. He's pretty athletic. Um, but that's a life lesson thing for all of us is put the gear on. Get out there. Try your dream beyond kicking the tires. Actually get out there and try to make a difference. Serve some people. Make the tackle. Make the hit. Put somebody out of balance or help somebody up. Whatever the case may be. And so just want to encourage you. And what's a way to overcome this limiting belief is persistence. And another story I thought about when it comes to life and um, a story where I wanted to get a job at what's called Kennywood Park. And it's in West Bethlehem, which is my hometown outside of Pittsburgh. And Kennywood Park is, is not an easy job uh, or not an easy company to go work for. Um, and at, uh, it's an amusement park. And for a lot of high schoolers or even college students, it's a great way in the summer or during season to make money. And it's also a little bit, not prestigious per se, but you know, it's fun. I work at Kennywood, you know, and um, in our town, it's a pretty big, pretty cool deal, especially in the age group that we're in to work there. And it was a lot of fun. And it taught you, it taught me a lot about work and about showing up on time and being responsible and getting a paycheck and um, being a part of a team and all that kind of stuff. But before I even got on, into the company, I had to submit, you know, wasn't a resume, but an application at that time. And Joe Barron was a guy's name. And he was the, I guess the HR, maybe hiring manager, I don't know, whatever the case may be, placement, whatever person at the time that uh, you would have to, um, you know, talk to and interview with. And then you would get placed at a certain position. And so I really want to work in games. I love competition and they had a bunch of games, you know, someone comes up, they pay you money and they, they get to play, right? And so um, all that to say is it wasn't easy. I didn't have an in per se, like many people do, you know, where their brother or sister worked there or a family member worked there or whatever. I had to do it the old fashioned way and pretty much make my application stand out. And then as my mom taught me to be persistent and persistence pays off. And ultimately, after many phone calls and maybe even getting some referrals, and I don't know, I think, I, I don't, can't remember or not, but remember going there at a, at a, uh, a school picnic to the park, to Kittywood Park, as, a, as an attendee, as a guest, and walking up to the HR office, which was kind of intimidating because it was up this, like, three-story external ladder, metal ladder structure that you had to walk up to go into the HR office. And I can visualize it like it was yesterday. And calling, kind of cold calling, knocking on the door, Joe Barron, and go, hey, I'm Brian Horvath, and I submitted an application, and I'm here to follow up about that application. And wouldn't you know it, after a phone call, after a visit, after you know trying to get in the door any which way or um, shape or form, I actually got the job. And I got the job as a blue shirt in games where I wanted. It was my first targeting of an opportunity. And so many kids, so many people just said, I don't know anybody there, or no one's going to hire me. If I do get hired, it probably won't be in that department I want to work in and all that kind of stuff. Another one was to work on the Thunderbolt or the roller coasters, and that was a red shirt. You got a red shirt if you worked in Bryant's. Um, but I wanted to work in games, and my mom was right. Persistence pays off. And my mom didn't have a college degree, but she worked at Heinz Ketchup, Heinz USA, for over 35 years and climbed the ladder going from an 18-year-old receptionist or 18-year-old you know, runner or assistant or I'm not quite sure what her role was and she climbed her way up and because of that 
me and my sister and my dad and family, we all benefited. Now, my dad worked too, but we benefited. And she never let limiting beliefs stop her. She had a dream and a goal and an aspiration, and she did it. And she passed it on to me, how to do that myself, and it worked. So, how can you overcome yourself limiting beliefs? One, I would encourage you in your faith. If you're a person of faith, that there is a higher power, there is a God in heaven, and he's a cheerleader for you. He's created you as a masterpiece. And if you could find out how he's made you, again, if you're a person of faith, I think this is a major, major point. How he's made you, how he's created you, how he's wired you for the good works, the good work, good works, good jobs, how he's made you, that's number one. Seek out your faith and figure out how the God of the universe, the creator, the master, uh, the potter, you know, uh, the shaper of the clay that is you, right? How did he make you? How did he wire you? Are you meant to be in sales? Are you meant to be um, uh, an artist? Are you meant to be a caretaker? Are you meant to be uh, a husband, a wife, uh, a spouse? Are you meant to be a homemaker? Are you meant to be a homeschool teacher, you know, in some cases today? How are you made? How are you wired? And how is God cheering you on to help you do exactly what he's created you to do? So access, consider faith. Number two is create a, f a framework. You know, what are your next steps you're going to take every day to be able to access the power that's in overcoming limiting beliefs? You know, what's your routine? Uh, do you pray? Back to the faith thing. Do you, how do you process life events? How do you affirm yourself or encourage yourself? How do you get yourself worked up to take on the day's challenges? And oh, they're waiting, right? We all know that. A day without a challenge is probably not a day at all. It's more like a, a dreamland, you know, but every day has a new challenge. And how do you overcome it? So it's kind of framing your mind to believe that and know that you can do whatever is gonna come your way. And the third is, I would say, to have friends, um, to have, uh, you know, coach to have someone that can help you overcome limiting beliefs. Someone's going to tell you the truth about yourself when maybe you're not thinking it for yourself. So those are three ways. You have friend, or excuse me, your faith. If you're a person of faith, we're asking you, you know, have you consider faith that there is a higher power and God created you uh, and, uh, in a way that you're an overcomer. And um, yeah, there's gonna be challenges. This world is full of them, but that in a framework, which is number two, of how you go about your day and how you frame your mind that you are good enough, that you do have what it takes, that you will experience challenges, but if you tackle the challenges like I was able to do to that um, person out of bounds earlier in my story, um, you're gonna go through some hard knocks, but ultimately you can overcome the framework that you can build on every single day. And then having friends in your life, friends that will help you overcome the challenges, the limiting beliefs, and what I like to call the resistance. As soon as you step up to do something good, the resistance is gonna meet you. And how are you gonna overcome it? With your faith, your framework, and friends. So, anybody, any of us that thinks that we can overcome challenges, considered by most to be crazy right like just the world tells us people tell us people that don't know about our dreams intimately or don't know us or don't know what we've already overcome or what we're hoping to overcome may tell us just to settle but the crazy ones the ones that are crazy like you and I that believe we can um, dream that we can achieve those dreams and we can overcome the hurdles that come our way and they do come right 
We can overcome the resistance with our faith, a framework, and friends. We're the crazy ones. Check out this little nugget from Apple's commercial from back in the day about the crazy ones or the ones that actually changed the world. Hey, so great being with you on this podcast. Take a listen to this audio, and we'll see you next week on the On Purpose Podcast with Brian Morbeth. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them, but the only thing you can't do is ignore them. Because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. hope you enjoyed that podcast um it was fun putting it together for you the faith friends and faith framework and friends and um you can overcome those limiting beliefs if your limiting beliefs are about your finances i want to help you change the way you view money how you use it and how you use it in its purpose the purpose for money is not for you to have x amount of it but it's the purpose of money is to help you as a tool that it is to overcome limiting beliefs and to accomplish purpose in your life, the reason why you're created. So I've created a course called Seven Ways in Seven Days to Change Your Financial Future Forever. And it's an online course that is self-paced that will allow you to take in golden success nuggets and money success principles that I learned through doing things the wrong way and the hard way to learning the right way and actually succeeding. I want these seven ways and seven days to change your financial future as they have for me too. And they're not just going to change it um, now, but they're going to change it forever. So seven ways and seven days to change your financial future forever is a new money course I have coming out this month and I'd love for you to pick it up. But you're going to have to know about when it drops, when it releases, right? So go ahead to go to the website seven the number seven ways w-a-y-s hyphen seven the number seven days d-a-y-s dot com and you can put your name on the list to be notified the day the moment the second it drops live for you to purchase and pick up to be able to change your ways of managing money seven ways and seven days to change your financial future forever and love it as much as i love it even more than i love